Well, hello, my friends, and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you guys are having an absolutely fantastic day today. And what's interesting is the more I've continued to watch the uh, the circus every day and do research on this, the more and more the narrative is starting to narrow in <laughs> on the individuals that are trying to perpetuate the lie. And this is why I think they're hyper-speeding their push now. As we saw the other day, what was it on Tuesday, the judge that came in and said basically um, out of Louisiana District Court, we talked about earlier, he blocked the federal mandate for healthcare workers that affected, I think, 10 different states now that basically blocked the mandate, completely blocked it. Missouri, U.S. District Judge Matthew Schkelp. And what's interesting now is more stuff is coming out from what he's saying, and he's bringing up now the fact that not only is this shot unbelievably dangerous, it doesn't work, and there's no pretext at all to mandate this injection. He goes on to say, and I quote, he goes, if the boosters are needed – Every six months after being fully vaccinated, then how good are these vaccines in general, and why is it necessary to mandate them? The COVID-19 vaccine does not prevent transmission of the disease among the vaccinated or unvaccinated population. So mandatory vaccines for hospitals would not increase safety for employees or hospital patients. He declared that additional treatments along with drugs and supplements has resulted in an 85% reduction in hospitalizations and reduced death of high-risk individuals, none of which have been attributed to the COVID injection. In other words, even if you're fully vaccinated, you still may become infected with COVID-19 and still spread COVID-19, which negates any reason to mandate this shot. And so what's happening is now, and this is why we've seen over the last three, four months, they've been trying to go into warp speed. Ironically enough, the name of the executive order that Trump signed, Operation Warp Speed, they tried to put this thing into warp speed now to get it out as fast as they could and mandate it as fast as they could with zero long-term clinical trials, which in most cases is not only frowned upon in the medical community, in some cases it's illegal, to bypass all these clinical studies when you're dealing with brand new RNA gene therapy technology and to take it a step further to really show how far they're willing to go to suppress the truth. You remember the article we brought up a couple of weeks ago. The American Heart Association even republished it, and it was a, a um, research study. Abstract 10712, RNA COVID vaccines dramatically increase endothelial inflammatory markers and ACS risk as measured by the pulse cardiac test. A warning. We've talked about this now. This is published in circulation. It's been published in multiple places, and it says – at, in the abstract, at the time of this report, these changes persist for at least two and a half months post-second dose. We conclude that the RNA vaccines dramatically increase inflammation in the endothelial and T-cell infiltration of cardiac muscles and may account for the observation of increased thrombosis, cardiomyopathy, and other vascular events following vaccination. Now, we've talked about this. This is a research. The American Heart Association, which they're the ones who even promote statins, those toxic things. Even the American Heart Association now is publishing this study and saying everybody needs to read this. There is a serious problem with cardiac events post-vaccination. It gets posted on Twitter. You know what happens? They post it on Twitter this week. Twitter slaps a label on it and says it's an unsafe link. 
and you need to basically push forward if you want to continue, or you can click the button to return to safety because it contains harmful information that may be unsafe. I'm not kidding you. I even tried it myself. I looked at it. It goes on here. The link you're trying to access has been identified by Twitter as being potentially spammy and unsafe. It can include the following categories, malicious links, spammy links that mislead people, violent or misleading content that could lead to real-world harm, certain categories of content, if posted, is a violation of Twitter rules. That's what they slapped on the American Health, American Heart Association tweet about a research study showing that the injection is causing significant cardiac events. You can't make up this clown show, my friends. It does not get any more blatantly obvious that they are trying to suppress every bit of truth that they can because they do not want people realizing what's starting to happen. So I just thought that was interesting. And to show an even other level of tyranny that I was I was just flabbergasted yesterday. I, di- I didn't even know what to say. It, my only response was at least North Australia has fallen. I don't know about some of the other sectors and some of the other as far as providences, but there was an article that came out yesterday, and this was all over the mainstream North Australian news, and three teenagers, ages 15, 16, 17, Aborigine teenage boys, were contact traced because Somebody they knew had tested positive. They extracted this 15, 16, and 17-year-old minors from their home, brought them to the Benjari camp, or took them from Benjari, brought them basically to the quarantine concentration camp. At the concentration camp, they tested negative. Okay, you have three teenage boys, all test negative, all perfectly healthy. They tell them it doesn't matter. You may have come in contact with somebody that may be positive because they had a test that showed positive. You have to stay here for 14 days. They're all brothers. They said, nah, we're, that's going to be a hard pass on us. 2.30 a.m., they cut through the wire, broke out of the concentration camp, and took off. So what would be the normal response for the government, probably just kind of like let this go, let this kind of just put this to the side. Let's not make a big deal about this. Nobody even really knew we extracted them. They're minors. They tested negative. No, 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 no. They don't do that. They put it on Australian television that there have been three escapees from a COVID quarantine camp and that they set up full police roadblocks on every single road in a 20-mile perimeter and check every single person's vehicle, including their trunk, to find the escapees because they did not stay in their quarantine center. They finally find the boys miles away from the camp. They're all now arrested. They're being charged each with $5,000 fines for evading a quarantine camp and failing to follow quarantine procedure, and they're now facing criminal charges because they left the center at their own accord after they had tested negative. But again, remember, it's for your protection, guys. It, it's it's for your protection. They're, they're, they're arresting these teenagers and fining them now because it's for their protection. You know, they want to make sure they're protected. I couldn't even fathom this. I had to watch it again because it was on, saying it, on television. So they, they've escaped. There's a manhunt underway for these three COVID quarantine camp escapees. We have police searches out now. We will find them. Everybody stay safe. And I'm, I'm sitting there looking at it, and I'm like, I feel like I'm watching a really bad horror movie. I'm, I'm, I feel like I'm watching a film, 
and it's almost surreal what's happening to this. you got three teenage boys, 15, 16, and 17, get extracted from their home by the military, get drugged onto a bus, get taken to a quarantine camp, test negative, are perfectly healthy, no problems, no symptoms, zero, and they decide, you know what? Just pee on this. You guys can kick rocks. We're going to sit here for two weeks. We didn't do anything. And they treat them like literal prison escapees and arrest them and drag them back there. This is such a violation of human rights. I can't even fathom it to the extent that they're actually doing this in Australia. And no other country is even looking at this and saying, this isn't right, guys. This is a human rights violation. There is zero, zero context in which you have any right to do this to another human being right now. And we're watching history repeat itself over and over again, and nobody in the mainstream media will even talk about it because they're all controlled as a full-blown psyop to tell you to be scared of the new variant and to be terrified and listen to everything they say. This is what tyranny does. This is what propaganda does. This is what happens when you have unchecked power that nobody calls out and nobody says no to, Dad. Unbelievable. What do you think? Uh, last train to Auschwitz. <laughs> yeah, you're not kidding. I mean, this, I mean, you know, I mean, this is this is like insanity. I mean, it's it's almost beyond the point of of comprehension. You know, sometimes some of these news stories come out, and they're so bizarre and so far out there, you kind of just shake your head and say, "What the he double sticks is this all about?" I mean, no offense, but that's what I think. Maybe you guys don't think that, but I do think that every once in a while, but not all the time. But the point is this. That's one of those stories. And you think, wow, this is really crazy. Why in the world would they do this? But, you know, it's so funny. Austin, and, I, and not funny in a funny sense, but in an ironic sense. Yesterday, you know, the uh, South Park had an episode, and they were talking about the coronavirus lockdowns. And now one person in this city might have been tested positive who was already dead. And now the whole city had to con- get, get locked down. And they brought the military in, locked the entire city into a quarantine concentration camp. I thought, wow, this is South Park, you know, spoofing this. So every once in a while, you'll get a judge like Austin talked about earlier that looks at some research and goes, you know, this ain't right. Or you get a you get a TV show like South Park that will come out and actually tell you some truth about what's really going on. Or maybe they're telling you what they're going to do in advance because they're already doing it right now in Australia. But the last train to Auschwitz, I mean, are you kidding? No, I'm not. This is insanity. Gonna go, gonna, well, you know, pretty soon they're gonna be putting drag nets up. We got a COVID, COVID case. They tested negative, but they escaped, they escaped. Well, they just did. Unbelievable in Australia. But again, we've mentioned this a thousand times. This is what happens when you disarm a population. Cause I know a bunch of Australians and a bunch of those boys are fighters. I mean, a bunch of the women are fighters. And the problem is they got nothing to fight with. And when they come and haul you off and they all got guns and you don't, one of two things is going to happen. You're going to resist them to the point of being stun batoned or maced or paid with, sprayed with pepper spray or like in Australia, beaten to the point that you die, which has already happened there. Or they're going to grab you, gag you, bag you and tie you up and zip tie you and haul you off against your wishes. Wow. Guys, my deepest, deepest sympathies and condolences go to you in Australia right now for this. It is unbelievable this is happening on this planet. But again, the reason the rest of the world isn't doing anything about this is because we're under control of the United Nations through the ancient Canaanite religions, through the CFR, and Australia is a beta test. 
they're getting the kinks ironed out to implement this type of policy globally if they have their fantasy with all of this. Personally, I think all of these people, including Klaus Schwab and all the rest of these 200,000 weirdo Kabbalists that are basically running around doing all of this stuff, all these bloodline family nutbags, I think they all need to be rounded, rounded up and given an island like Madagascar with no access to boats or ferries or planes to come in and out. Let them go kill themselves on their own island if they want to do this. They start their own central banks and fight over who gets control of the fiat currency. I mean, that's what they need to be done. Just get these people out of here. What about your sickos? But yeah, but this is the way it's always been for thousands and thousands of years when you have the ancient Canaanite religions running the planet. It really is. I mean, I mean, there's an article that just came out that says humans are doomed to go extinct. This is from Scientific America, big journal. But again, it's Kabbalah's controlled. Habitat degradation, low genetic variation, declining fertility, or setting homo sapiens up for a collapse. Well, no, they're telling you what they're going to do. They want to reduce the population of the planet. They want to destroy the habitat. They want to terraform the planet. They want to destroy everything that God made because that's what their goal is, because that's part of their Kabbalist religion. Sharon just sent me a big article this week that came from one of the journals over there in in, uh, in Israel, that they're now planning and doing all kinds of things for the rebuilding of the third temple, including starting the sacrifices all over again You know, with the animals. <laughs> Guys, I keep telling you, and I know I sound redundant when I say this, of who these people are. But nobody wants to pay any attention to it who don't listen to this show because they are in a dream-like trance. They're like in a in a in a they're they phase they phase out they phase out of reality and they have this situation that happens to them. And then the Evening Standard comes out with an article to cover up all of these hundreds of thousands millions of people that are having heart attacks and strokes globally that are dying from the clot shot. They come out and they say. Pure, pure obfuscation, pure propaganda. Up to 300,000 people facing heart-related illnesses due to post-pandemic stress disorder warned physicians. Total, complete lie. It isn't 300,000. It's millions are suffering post-pandemic stress because of the clot shot. They're saying post-pandemic stress, like it's over with. But now because of the stress they're having from the clot shot, that they're dying now and having heart issues. No, it has nothing to do with the post-pandemic stress. It has to do with the fact that they took a dog on mRNA vaccine that changes your DNA with a spike protein that causes micro tears in your endothelial land, according to some experts, even contains graphene hydroxide, which is like little razor blades that's destroying everybody's health and causing all kinds of shots. I talked to a friend of mine this morning, very, very successful man here in Polk County. His father started this really big insurance company. He inherited it. Uh, he got it to his son. It's a huge, huge insurance agency. And he told me, he goes, like, I'm the only person in my circle that's not vaccinated. And everybody keeps busting my chops and asking me when I'm going to get along with the program is to get, get, get to get the clot shot, the vaccine. He says, I'm not going to do it. And I said, neither am I. This is the pressure they're using on everybody now. You are not a good American citizen because you are not thinking about the country as a whole. You need to take the shot. Well, no, I don't need to do that. How about the Nuremberg trial said I don't have to be subject to a doggone medical experiment against my will? How about that? How about I have rights in the United States because of our Constitution? How about I don't have to do what you do? If you want to take this garbage and inject it into your body, knock yourself out, have at it, have fun with the clots. Have fun with the pericarditis. I've had that. It isn't fun. Have fun with the myocarditis and have fun with the strokes and the heart attacks. Oh, and let's not forget 
the massive personality changes which has occurred to a lot of these people and the mineral, mineral, the mini and micro strokes that occur, which makes your memory go to crap and you can't remember anything. Let's not forget about that from the spike proteins either. And let's not forget about how it wraps around your testicles and wraps around your ovaries and basically destroys testicular function and ovarian function. And the women who are pregnant who take these shots, they probably are permanently sterilizing their own children. Let's not forget about that one. Isn't that what they want? What they always want. A couple months ago, I had a good friend of mine start sending me all of this information about this new company that came out, One American News. And, you know, I kept telling him, look, it's Zionist control, Zionist own, just like Newsmax is. And I know that for a fact. Zionist own, Zionist controlled. I know the person in Palm Beach who knows the owner of Newsmax. Pure Zionist control. Well, guess what? You know, you know, when you tell people this stuff, and all of a sudden you find out a couple months later you were right, when the Holy Spirit shows you things, you kind of go, oh, wow. Newsmax, this is an article from Breitbart, Newsmax and One American Network, OAN, backing the far left for FCC commissioner who wants to censor conservative channels. Yeah, they're they're actually backing Joe Biden's far left radical pick for the FCC commissioner, Gigi Schoen. You know, you know, here's the thing, the problem with this. This is another Jewish leftist lesbian, okay, married to another woman. Can they not find anybody who's not a Jewish leftist lesbian married to another woman to put into cabinet positions and other positions? Is there no one else out there that qualifies for any of these positions? And they always like to wear these red frame glasses. I don't know if that's some kind of lesbian little thing they do now. I, it's ridiculous that we've got to deal with this and these constant left-wing liberal Jewish lesbian weirdos are put into these positions of power, including the lesbian left-wing weirdo who's basically doing the Ghislaine Maxwell trial, which if you've been reading any of that, that's got to be some pretty sick stuff right now. I mean, they're, they're Lord, this guy and Ghislaine Maxwell, these people were perverse, but I'm going to say something. You know, in the Old Testament, they had a concept of a scapegoat in which the people would put all those sins on this goat and send it out to be slaughtered in the wilderness by wolves or whatever. And, you know, in that way, they could absolve themselves from all of the crazy stuff that they had been involved in. Just like Maxwell's a scapegoat, guys. There's there's a thousand politicians that basically raped these little girls, you know, probably more. And there's a thousand girls who got raped. You know, and now, basically, just Lane Maxwell's on trial for all of these other guys who did all of this stuff. I mean, really? Don't get me wrong. She needs to go to prison for the rest of her life, but there needs to be another thousand co-defendants with her. They've got the lists. They know who was on the jet. They know the politicians on the island. They know that Bill Clinton was there, and I think he traveled on that jet 37 times down there to check out the young girls. They know this, but are they doing anything? No. Just Lane Maxwell's being used as a scapegoat. And like I said, is she going to be suicided? Is she going to really be suicided? Or is she just going to be body doubled, kind of like Epstein was? I mean, what's going to happen? All of this stuff is being done to pacify the masses who have found out about this mess. What about Donald Trump's first wife who helped her to secure the girls? Hmm? Why is she on trial? Well, the same reason that Hillary Clinton's not on trial. I told you guys this five, six years ago, and I got so much blowback from it. I did. I'm going to say it again. If the truth be told about this in D.C., 
if the real Clinton files, the Clinton Chronicles, and all of the people associated with the Clintons who are dead, and all the people associated with the deaths of these people, including Vince Foster, and on and on and on, were to be made public, half of D.C., probably 70% of D.C., as far as the upper-level administration, would have to be impeached or leave office. It would be completely disrupted to the entire republic because all of these career politicians that like little girls would have to be taken away because of criminal activity and basically rape. When I said that years ago, I thought, there's no way that would be that bad. I'm like, no, it really is that bad, guys. Hence why you have this stuff going on all the time. Let me explain to you how this works. Okay. There are a lot of guys out there that are perverts. They're sexual predators. Okay. And when I find out guys are like this, I automatically disassociate myself with them. And very rarely at this point in my life do I even associate with these types of people. But they can be anywhere from 40 to 50 to 60 to 70. It doesn't make any difference. And most of the time they've got money and they go after young girls that are 18, sometimes younger, like Epstein did, and they groom them. It's part of the grooming activities they do with young girls. It's why I warn you to keep your children and young girls offline. Hey, would you like to go to a really fancy steakhouse in Tampa tonight? No strings attached. I won't even pick you up. I'll send my limo to pick you up if you'd like, or you take a taxi or you can drive, and we're going to spend two or $300 having a fancy meal. The 18-year-old girl goes, okay. The guy goes, wear something nice so you look good. Okay. So the 40 or 50-year-old meets the young girl at the steakhouse, and she's overwhelmed. She goes in. They have a $300 meal. He's telling her all these stories of his exploits of all the places he's been and all the things that he's done. And then he invites her out to another one and another one and another one. And he's not trying to have sex with her in most cases. He's grooming her to get her ready for that. And then pretty soon, he invites her to spend the weekend with him. Let's go skiing in Utah. How about we go to the Christmas markets in Germany this weekend? How about we go to New York and we take in the theater? No strings attached. I'll get you your own room if you'd like. Let's go hang out. I'm going to be your sugar daddy. Don't tell me that doesn't happen, friends. I've seen it with my own eyes. And these people nauseate me. They belong in hell. And they do it all the time. I confronted one of them one time, and I'm chewing him out. He goes, well, I don't like dating girls my age because they may have some type of venereal disease. I like dating them when they're nice and fresh and they're 18. And I said, you sick. And I used a couple of words I shouldn't have used. So I said, don't you ever speak to me again. Guys, listen to me. It's so important you protect your daughters. This online stuff is unbelievable now. And these girls get wrapped up in it. And these guys are sexual predators, just like Donald Trump, just like Jeffrey Epstein. Problem is they're in your neighborhood and they're in your community. Protect your daughters. It's incredibly important. You've got to realize, especially if you've got a pretty daughter, that these guys are looking. And they're looking online and they're trying to find a chink in the armor to get through. i got to take a break, Austin. Go ahead. Absolutely. You're exactly right. I mean, there's no uh, there's no doubt about it. I mean, this is getting more and more prevalent. The Internet's made it much, much worse now because the ability to contact people, the ability to, you know, wow people with a lot of stuff on social media has become so easy. 
And it's been used very aggressively to go down this direction. And this is what we've seen now with what's happened with the child sex trafficking and everything else that's gone so prevalent here in the United States. A lot of it comes out of Child Protective Services. I saw another article the other day. It was talking about how multiple cases of individuals and contractors in the CIA, in the CIA, they were working for the CIA, got busted for underage soliciting of minors, got busted with child porn. Never got arrested, never got indicted, never had felony charges. They simply just got fined or they, they just got a fired. Excuse me. And I shook my head. And I said, well, that's that makes sense. That's what they're doing. I mean, this this is what they do because they don't want anybody knowing what they're up to. They want to make sure they keep everything hush hush on their end. Also, to another news now, I saw that on Breitbart, they're now saying that 17 individuals who've been arrested for looting in Los Angeles have now been released. Basically, the charges will not be filed on them. Imagine that. Imagine that. They're trying to make California go into a lawless state. This is the goal. Because remember, they have to have as much chaos as possible. That's what the whole BLM Antifa terrorist groups were about last year. Large percentage of those individuals that were in those groups that were doing the looting and the burning and the pillaging, they weren't there to protest social justice or to protest, you know, police brutality. I guarantee you, probably from what I looked at and the research that I did, 60 to 70 percent of them had nothing to do with that. They were there for one reason. They were there to burn, loot, destroy, and take advantage of situations, or they were being paid to be there. Now we've seen stunning images now of San Francisco, which used to be a bustling high-end area. They're, everything's boarded up, not because of a hurricane, not because of COVID, because the looting and robbing and pillaging won't stop. There's photo after photo after photo online. Nearly two dozen Walgreens have completely Shut down now in, in San Francisco. Two dozen. That's 24 Walgreens have boarded up, shut down. I'm, I'm, I'm not talking about just keeping their doors closed for security. I mean shutting down, cleaning out inventory, closing the building up, boarding it up, and leaving the facility. Closed up. We can't operate here. This is a giant loss. You've seen the Louis Vuitton stores, the Nordstrom stores all over. The Bay Area, looted, looted, looted. Look at the photos. Progressives have transformed the metro area into a literal hellhole of surging violent crimes and has a lot to do with the recent passage of Proposition 47, which lowered the penalty for theft, which these communists that are running the government out there, they knew that. You, you can't sit there and take a society that's based on law and order and then tell the people in society it's okay if you rob, steal, and thieve from certain businesses. You know, if it's under a thousand bucks, we're not really going to prosecute you. If it's over a thousand bucks, we're probably still not going to prosecute you. And if we arrest you for doing it, eh, we're probably just going to drop the charges for insufficient evidence. Give me a break, guys. This is where they're taking it because they want to create as much chaos as possible. The thing about it is, is you go to a lot of states that are very conservative, that have very, very open gun laws and that basically have gun freedoms, I should say. You don't see a lot of this happening on a regular basis. Why? Well, it's not fun to go rob somebody if you get shot in the face. It kind of defeats the purpose of robbing, doesn't it? Because you don't get to enjoy your spoils of war. Well, you know that 99% of the people there aren't armed. You know that people have to get a background check to get ammo if they want to get it legally. And law-abiding citizens, by their very definition, obey the law. <laughs> and they listen to the asinine communist dictatorship laws that have been put in place to prevent them from providing self-defense to them and their family. Well, 
the criminals pretty much realize, well, okay, I can do whatever I want. I really don't have to follow any laws because nobody will do anything about it. And this is what we see now over and over and over again. Also, too, in other news, this is something that's uh, another incident that's very disturbing down here in Florida, and it's just coming to light now because now lawsuits have been filed. A little seven-year-old girl, sweet little girl with Down syndrome, her parents found out. They came to school to pick her up, and the individuals, the teachers at the Ocean Breeze Elementary School, this is back at the end of October, they took a nylon shoelace and they tied it around her ponytail in the back of her mask because she wouldn't keep her mask on. Literally strapped it on her like a muzzle, like a dog, and tied it on shoelace, by the way, which, quite frankly, kids can kill themselves with shoelaces if they get wrapped around their neck. And the brilliant idiots in the school board, school system, thought, you know what, this little seven-year-old, not symptomatic, not sick, not coughing, not COVID-related. She's not wearing her mask like a good little peasant. So we're going to take a shoestring, and we're going to tie the back of the mask on and tie it up around her ponytail and lock it on her face. And when police were called to investigate it, the investigators said that the teachers claimed it was okay because the girl wasn't showing any signs of significant distress. What?! So, okay, cool. I have somebody that has Down syndrome. I strap a shoestring around their face and up their back of their head, and they're not showing significant distress. So it's totally cool behavior to do that to people. Are you joking me right now? It's like that piece of garbage teacher out in Las Vegas that was duct taping masks to the kids' faces because they wouldn't keep them on. This is nothing about health, nothing about science, nothing about safety, and 100% everything about obedience training and indoctrination of the younger generation. And these teachers that are involved in this need to be arrested for child abuse. Think about this for a second. If the incident happened and Child Protective Services showed up at your house and the child who has a mental condition, or even doesn't have a mental condition, walks up to the door to open the door with Child Protective Services, and they got a mask strapped on half their face, and they got a shoestring tied up around their neck and tied up around their doggone, you know, ponytail, all wrapped up, strapped on their face, super tight, and barely breathing, moving it. You think Child Protective Services is going to go, that's a great idea, guys. It's really good to put a shoestring around a child's neck. Great idea. It's a really, really good idea, actually. It's great to keep their mask on. Um, you know, nothing to see here. It's going to sign off. I can guarantee you with any amount of money, Child Protective Services would immediately call law enforcement and say, what the heck is going on here? But again, if the communist teachers do it, that's totally cool because, I mean, that's, that's what they're there to do, isn't it? vast majority of the teachers are simply there to promote their communistic agenda, as we've clearly seen now with the school boards, even here in central Florida, as we fought with them tooth and nail and pushing their critical race theory and the transgender and homosexual ideology on the five and six years old. The other day I ran into one of my friends in Auburndale, and I was talking to her. She owns a tanning salon in Auburndale, and we were going back and forth about what was going on. She's fully awake, and I said, my whole thing is this. I said – everybody's got to fight their own problems. I said, if you're a grown adult and you're a man and you want to go be a cross-dressing pervert and walk around in a dress and look like a fool, dude, that's totally your right. I mean, you're going to look like an idiot, but I mean, that's totally fine. I don't care. I said, 
But the second things change is when you come to me or my family or my school or anything around me and you start saying that me and my children have to adopt your perverted fantasy and have to engage in your fantasy by addressing you as she or ma'am when you are clearly a grown man with a mental problem. That is the line in the sand that has never gotten crossed with me, period. And I will never allow that line to be crossed. You will not force my children or my family to be indoctrinated into your perverted fantasy. And she goes, no, you're exactly right. And I said, and that's the problem we have now, isn't it? I said, that's the rub. It used to be, well, we just want to do this and we want to have freedom and we want to be left alone. And we go, do whatever you want, man. I don't care. Privacy your own home. You want to be a cross-dresser? Be a cross-dresser. I could care less what you do with your life. It doesn't make one bit of difference to me. And then they go, well, now you need to accept it. We go, I, you know what? I'm not accepting it, but whatever. If you want to do that, okay, whatever. I'm, I'll, I'll accept it. Then they go, well, I don't want you to accept it. Now I want you to be extremely tolerant of me doing it in front of you, and I want you to basically embrace it and accept it. Everybody goes, well, that's, that's a bit much. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're a transphobic racist bigot. You don't, you don't accept this? I said, dude, I don't care anything you do. Do whatever you want. Leave me alone. Then they come to you and go, well, guess what? Me doing it and you not being upset and you leaving me alone and basically going on your way, that's not enough. Now I want to do it in front of your children, and I want you to encourage it to your children, and I want you to tell your children it's okay. That's where we have the line continually being blurred now with these groups. That was never about – them having the freedom to do what they wanted. It was never about the freedom for them to express themselves cross-dressing. That had nothing to do with it, maybe for a small fraction of the group. The majority of the ones that we're now seeing, and they're rearing their ugly, sadistic, perverted head, they, the entire time, their entire goal was to normalize this towards children and make children accept their transgender behavior and then accept the pedophilia behavior. That is where it's headed. That is where it's going. You can see the writing on the wall very clearly, and that is why if you have children, you really have to draw a line in the sand of what you're willing to accept and what you're willing to tolerate as far as behavior being exposed to them and what you're going to say, you know what? It's okay, kids. This is okay behavior. You need to go ahead and accept it. And don't just accept it. Embrace it. I mean, we got 16-year-old boys that want to wear skirts to class, but then take a 15-year-old girl in the bathroom and rape her, and we're supposed to think that's normalized society? That is 100% to blame on the media and the parents that have allowed this. Now, granted, he's 16 years old. I hope he's charged as an adult on this, and I hope he goes to prison. Because he is responsible for his own actions. But the media and the parents that have encouraged this behavior are the sole primary reasons that this is starting to happen and be normalized in this country. And I'm going to put this out there. And the other group to blame are the parents that never said anything about it and they allowed it to go on and they never spoke their mind on it and they never stood up and said this is not okay to do in our schools. This is not okay to expose to our children and we are not going to put up with this. That is it. As what's the one quote say, the only thing for evil man to prevail is for good men to do nothing. 
If there's no resistance, if nobody says anything, if everybody just embraces the perversion and says, oh, it's okay, we'll let our children be exposed to this and normalize it, then how much are they to blame more than you? When you knew it was happening, you watched it happen, you allowed it happen, you encouraged it to happen, and you never spoke your mind. When you knew in your heart and you were convicted that it was wrong and that your children should never be exposed to it, that's the million-dollar question everybody needs to ask. And that is why I am glad to say we're seeing so many parents come on court now at these meetings and letting the school board know they have been found out. They have been exposed, and the communists, like the cockroaches that they are, will have the light shined on them at this point in time or next. And this is why it's so important. We continue to get the truth and information out there every single day, Dad. What do you think? It's the state of brainwave state of these young children. That's what they want. They want them from the ages of four to eight so they can indoctrinate them into dressing like girls if they're boys and boys like they're girls and be whatever they want to do. Because at that point in 20 years from now, when they're 24, 25 years old, even if you tell them they're not a girl, if you tell them not a boy, you tell them it's not all right. They're not going to believe you. That's why, you know, the brain, when it has a young theta brain wave state happening in it and it's developing, it has no filter it can't be filtered it just believes what you tell it you tell a little boy he's superman or batman when he's five years old he believes you you're not careful to jump off a roof with a doggone cape on because he believes he's going to fly thought i'd mention that and this is what they want if you give them the youth which is what they're after and again this is pure frankfurt school ideology it's the grooming of these young children and accepting these perverted beliefs by the kabbalist luciferians who think god's an hermaphrodite and everybody should be a transgender on the planet that are doing this. They infiltrated the school systems in 33, first through Columbia. Then they basically took thousands and thousands of Russian communist Kabbalists who basically were Luciferians and credentialed them as they were coming into the United States and put them into the university systems to basically teach cultural Marxism. I talked about this in length, well, in length for three minutes at the school board meeting. I was given a massive three minutes. It's funny. They can bring somebody in and they did it that night. They can bring somebody in. We're going to give you an award because you've had perfect attendance in the communist indoctrination schools for the last two years. Here's your reward and take 10 or 15 minutes. But when someone tries to come in and talk to them about some reasoning they need to do as far as cultural Marxism or the Frankfurt School or critical race theory like I did or like Austin did or about wearing masks and how stupid it is, you have 180 seconds, peasant. Yeah, because they don't want to hear what you got to say. It's like Austin said to the city commissioners. A few months ago, why are you not listening to us? You know, we got 50 people here basically telling you we don't want many warehouses in our neighborhood, but you are not listening. Why? You need to calm down, son. You need to calm down. Because when you address them and you ask them a direct question, they don't know how to answer it because they've been told what they're supposed to do. That's why they can't answer it. They don't know why they're doing what they're doing. Somebody either gave them a big campaign contribution or they've got friends or doing some development or some other reason. Who knows why? But it's basically something they don't want to discuss in depth with you. That's why they don't want that's why they won't talk about it. There was this one lesbian on the school board. Man, she was looking at me like she could just yank my head off when I was talking about this stuff. And I just wouldn't stop. Finally, my 180 seconds were up and what I did is I had our good friend Michael Barrett come in. And he videotaped it for us. And I said, I'm not going to take a chance of them deleting this one. I'm going to make sure it's the tape to this. And he came in. He sure enough, he brought the cameras in and, del- and took the video. And that's what we posted. And the crazy part about it is they left the entire school board stuff up. But they took my video and Austin's video down, I think, in either seven or 15 minutes, whatever it was on YouTube. Michael Barrett appealed it and basically got it put back up. 
because the school board had left it up. How weird is all this, guys? It's the censorship. It really, really is. But again, I quoted that Einstein quote. The only way that evil can prosper, basically, is for good men to do nothing and ignore what's happening. And that's exactly, and that's exactly what's happened every single time in all these different countries around the world when they, people have been programmed to believe the lie from the people in the administrations who are controlling the politics. Look at this. Look what they're telling us now, Austin. They're telling us that the FBI is going to come in and monitor school board meetings. And if a person says something in the school board meeting that they don't like, they're going to show up at the person's door and say, we need to talk to you about what you said at the school board meeting about I don't like transgenders. I don't want to be forced to accept their ideology. Yes, we need to discuss that with you. That's hate speech. What? I didn't single anybody out. I just said it's a deviant lifestyle according to what the Bible says. It doesn't matter. You can't quote the Bible with us. The Bible's not allowed. Well, it says men should not dress like women in the Bible. No, it doesn't. Well, here's the verse. We don't care. Oh, gosh. And that's what you get into. It's kind of like Austin talked about earlier. If you strapped a mask on a child and zip-tied it to his face, and the Department of Family Services showed up, they're going to take your children away. They're going to call the sheriff's department and haul the kids off for physical abuse, letting you know what's going to happen. But yet they can do it in the school system and nobody's charged? Unbelievable. Or a 16-year-old male who's already gone through puberty in the middle of his, how should I say, highest testosterone he's ever going to have in his life, decides he wants to dress like a girl so he can go rape girls in the girls' bathroom multiple times, I may add. But that's okay, too. We can't talk about the fact that we let him off the hook once before. And then the father goes to the school board meeting and pitches a fit, which he deserved to do. They basically zip tie, haul, zip time and haul him off, charge him or whatever they charged him with. I mean, unbelievable. This is the world that we live in when you allow the Luciferian Kabbalists to control it. When you have one American news and all these other places that are composed of so supposed to be this group of people that are all conservatives pushing their Kabbalist rhetoric and agenda and supporting hardcore left wing liberal judges and appointees. For what reason? Because they're told to by guys. That's what. That's why the reason is. <laughs> I'm not going I'm to stop on that. I'm going to get too far into this. By the way, here's another article. What do they know? Insiders are dumping stocks at the fastest pace in history. Why are the CEOs and corporate insiders selling their stocks at a far faster rate than we've ever seen before? Do they know something that the rest of us do not know? If stock prices are going to continue soaring into the stratosphere like many in the mainstream media are suggesting – these insiders are dumping their stocks like there's no tomorrow. We'll miss out on some absolutely enormous profits. On the other hand, if a colossal market crash is coming in 2022, then 2021 was absolutely the perfect time to get out. Quote, here's the deal. Back in 1929-28, the insiders sold their stocks. They, I mean, the Rockefellers, all these people, they sold their stocks. All the top people, the bloodline families got out of the market before the crash came. They took the profits, got out of the market, and then the central bank shorted the M1 currency, restricting the amount of currency in circulation, causing a massive deflation in stocks, and the stock market crashed like 90%. And the people that were left in it, who had bought up shorts and all the other longs and all the other things, either they made a bunch of money, they lost a bunch of money, and or they went bankrupt or they became very wealthy. That's what happened. Because these guys who control the currency availability control the market you keep pumping in trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars into the market and buying up all types of derivatives and adding more and more more money into the market every single night massively expanding the m1 currency you're going to massively increase the stock market value along with real estate and everything else 
But once that money gets in short supply like it did in 1929 when that market crashed and people can't meet their obligations, can't pay their bills, the international banks came in and bought up probably about a quarter to a third of all of the farmland in the United States through their proxies after the Great Depression started because the farmers were being basically forced to work for nothing, couldn't pay their mortgages. It happened to my grandfather, guys. He had like 1,500 acres up in, in, in Iowa, and he had to take 300 acres and give it to each of the five children to work themselves on the farm because they couldn't pay for help, so they wouldn't lose, he wouldn't lose everything. Happened to my family. It's what they do. And when they can trade, look, look at Bill Gates buying up all the farmland. All of this stuff is happening as we speak. And once this thing crunches and crashes, wow, you know, all of this money, 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 money right now, all these people buying all these fancy cars, you got all these market millionaires that are young. They're young. Some of them, some of them are teenagers in their early 20s, and they're going out and buying Lamborghinis and Ferraris and all kinds of other cars. And this market for these used luxury cars and new luxury cars is through the roof. Because of all this newfound money, because they want to have these vehicles that they're told to buy by their, quote unquote, followers on Instagram or followers on Facebook or followers or whatever. And the reality is, is that this is what they're pushing the agenda for. But why in the world are so many top people selling the stocks? I'm going to repeat this. Why are CEOs and corporate insiders selling their stocks at a far faster rate than we have ever seen before? I mean, that's kind, of, that's kind of interesting, isn't it? Ray, Ray, Rabobank says the international, monetary, international monetary fund warning of economic collapse should get headlines. The economic, uh, the international monetary fund are warning of economic collapse, which should get headlines, not because the IMF has any kind of track record of being timely or right about anything, because the fund so rarely says anything negative for fear of being seen as precipitating the crisis, which the policies it imposes ends up creating anyhow. Besides the total lack of surprise on the first seeing of the headline, my initial thought was, yes, but where? There are so many candidates. This is an article by Michael Every. Okay, because number one, supply chain issues are being swept out to sea in lieu of having a rug large enough. A ship outside a port is not at a port. A container dumped outside of a port is not at a port. Just about everyone at the Fed says now tapering needs to be accelerated and rate hikes need to be happening far sooner than we had thought. On top of all that, the debt we added under COVID, the curve flattening, speaks volumes. Janet Yellen says, I'm ready to retire the world transitory. I can agree that hasn't I can agree that that hasn't been an apt decision of what we are dealing with. What adjective is she thinking of instead of she pushes more stimulus for groups with the highest marginal propensity to consume without addressing the supply chain issue? Number three, oil prices. Number four, the U.S. government may see a shutdown as soon as this evening, but that's been passed today. That has not happened. The Australian Financial Review plaintively asked yesterday how long can it be kicked down the $7 trillion Chinese development debt. On and on and on. I'm going to post this whole article from Zero Hedge so you guys can read it. It's written in a way that's difficult to read it, so I'm not going to try to read any more of it on the air. But, guys, listen to me. We've got some serious issues with supply chains. We've got massive hyperinflation on the horizon. They know this. Why do you think they're locking us down again with this fake Omicron variant or whatever the heck it is, whatever they want to call it, this new bioweapon they released so they could stop people from flying into Europe now? 
They can shut down the Christmas markets in southern Germany. They can cause more backup in the supply chain as more and more people get locked down with COVID. Why are they doing this? Because they're trying to slow down the velocity of money. And the easiest way to do that is to contract the money supply. And if they're doing what they say they're going to do with all these articles I just read you, it could precipitate a big problem pretty quick. Rather than having hyperinflation and spending $40 billion for a loaf of bread, they're going to make it so you can't buy a loaf of bread. They're going to buy it so you can't buy a car. You can't buy a truck. I've got a bunch of friends of mine that are car sales guys. And they work for Chevy. They work for Ford. And they said, we can get product. I talked to a guy yesterday on a lot. They had literally had 200 trucks on the lot. Not one of them was new. They did not have a single new truck. This is a big Chevy dealership. Did not have a single new truck. Not a, not a 1500, not a 2500, not a 3500. Nothing new. All shut down. Remember, the bloodline families own State Street, Vanguard, BlackRock, Sassoon, own General Motors, almost all of it, along with Ford and Chrysler and Mercedes and Volkswagen and, 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 and. And if they want to contract the supply lines, Shut down a manufacturing line. Linda Forrester Rothschild just does a doggone conference call and says, we've got to cut back on production on this, 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 and this. These guys are making hundreds of millions of dollars a year. Some incidences, these top CFOs and CEOs, they just do what they're told. They're lap dogs. They're not sheep dogs. They're lap dogs. They do whatever they're told to do. They're not protecting anything. They don't care about their investors. They don't care about their employees. As soon as fire them as to look at them. They don't care. Look at all the people being fired right now because they refuse to take the clot shot. We now know that the whole Biden mandate has been basically dismissed by the federal court. And many, many manufacturers controlled by these groups are still requiring clot shots. Wow. Including the military. Now they know what to do with these tens of thousands of people that have said, no, we're not going to take the shot. How about that? We're not going to quit. How about you get rid of us? How about that? I mean, that's what's happening right now because they don't care about you. They don't care about me. It's like George Carlin says. There's a club. And you and I ain't in it. And they already own everything. They control both houses of Congress. They own all the important land. They own all the important corporations. And they don't give you a ticket to anything. They do whatever they want to do. Very, very important that we realize that. By the way, one more quick thing on this, and I'll let Austin finish up. This is from Zero Hedge right now. This is, says over 42,000 adverse reaction reports have been revealed in the first batch of pfizer Vax documents. Guys, we haven't been making any of this stuff up for the last three years as we continue now with the COVID reality show. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's, it's, just, it's just a joke, but it's not a joke because they're killing people with it. It's a mess. I love you guys. I had the opportunity to pray for you this morning. Protect your daughters. Protect your sons. Protect your young children from Internet filth. Put filters on your iPads and your computers. Don't give a young child a computer phone. Don't do that. Don't give them any phone. They don't need it. Homeschool them if you can. And if they're driving, you can always get them a flip phone that doesn't connect to the Internet if that's to leave them available. But, guys, listen to me. Protect them from these online predators. It's so important. Gosh, I love you guys. I pray that God continues to bless you and keep you, that his face shines upon you and he's gracious unto you. And he grants you grace, mercy, peace, love, prosperity, and resolve to stand firm, to put on the armor of God. And we're not, when, no matter what else happens, you stand. You stand against tyranny. I love you guys. Finish it up, Austin. I'll talk to you, talk to you on Monday. Absolutely, guys. And I'll be on the Hagman Show today, so tonight. So you guys basically... Um be sure to check that out. More stuff, more topics we're going to be going over and continuing to get the truth out there. You know, and I, I saw it's so frustrating. I, mean, I, I saw this 
article from Bumbling Buffoon as he got up and read another teleprompter speech and is just going on and on and on about how these children need to get injected from 5 to 11. And then he's saying, I strongly support the scientific review of vaccines for children under 5 now. I'll do everything in my power to support the FDA to quickly and safely as possible get those out to these children under the age of 5. Are you kidding me right now? Are you joking me? Is this really even a topic that we're going to keep talking about now? you got the American Heart Association coming out and saying there is a direct correlation with this RNA shot and heart disease and vascular disease and problems with basically myocarditis. You've got professors. You've got judges coming out now and blocking the mandate by saying, dude, this shot doesn't even work. There's no reason to mandate something that doesn't work. There's nothing even remotely real about this injection as far as it being an actual vaccine. It's just causing a lot of health problems. But yet you're actually going to have people, and you watch and see, sad as it is, you're going to have people, when this gets approved, and it will, they'll do it, because the FDA is basically in the back pocket of Pfizer. I mean, the FDA is no longer independent. They are no longer here to protect the populace. They are simply there to do whatever Pfizer tells them to do. And they'll approve this. They'll probably do six months old to four years old now. They're going to prove it for mercy use. And it's going to be horrific, guys. I saw an article from Health Impact, and it was talking about all these girls now from, you know, nine years old, 11 years old. Another one was 12 years old. And uh, all Thanksgiving Day, parents walked into the bedroom, unresponsive, dead. Cause of death uh, was not made known to the public. Every single one of them injected recently. Guys, how long are we going to keep running the charade? How long are people going to keep running this? How long are people going to keep being quiet and not standing up and saying something about it? I know it's not fun. I know it's confrontational. I know it's very, very not, you know, not the trendy thing to do right now to call a lot of this stuff out. But on the other hand, too, you don't have to be obnoxious and militant with it. As far as you see, the leftists love to speak their idiotic minds about stuff they don't even understand. It's science. You don't believe science? I'm like, dude, you're literally not even talking about science. You're just talking about regurgitated propaganda. I'm talking about clinical research studies that are showing the shot not only doesn't prevent COVID, it causes all types of heart problems. We're seeing that now in direct research. No, 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 no. You just don't believe in science. It's like, dude, that's your only rebuttal now? I mean, the term science and racism have been completely and totally dissolved now as far as the actual use of those terms in reality. All they are is basically a punchline for the left, and it's very sad, quite frankly. It's very sad because back in the day, science was a real thing. And it still is, but the terminology from it now has been so skewed, it's embarrassing. And so, again, I encourage people, continue to speak the truth. Now I saw an article the other day, not only do they not even have a legitimate test for this Omicron variant that they made up out of nowhere, like a movie preview, they're now saying, I saw an article about this the other day, and I don't know how long this is going to, this charade is going to last. They're now saying that a negative COVID test from the PCR test may actually mean you're COVID positive for Omicron. I'm not joking. I saw it earlier. So if you test negative on a PCR test, that actually means you have the Omicron variant in you. I'm not joking. You can't make up how stupid this has gotten now. And they're grasping at straws 
like little, little sad men that can't keep their game together. They have nothing else to do, so they're coming up with the most idiotic, asinine logic they can come up with to try to confuse the populace into believing the lie. Don't believe the lie. Keep your immune system strong. Live your life. Enjoy your life. Get fresh air. When I was talking to to that girl yesterday about everything that was going on, I said one of the things I noticed when I had COVID four or five days, one thing that made me feel great, was going outside and sitting in the sun and getting fresh air. I did it multiple times. Go sit out in a lawn chair in the backyard and just tan. You know, I guess as I took my shirt off, sit there and tan. And ironically enough, about 20, 30 minutes into it, I can only do it so long because I was really fatigued for a couple of days. But I noticed you get out there getting sun and getting fresh air it made me feel significantly better. Imagine that. <laughs> So thank you again, my friends, for the support. Be sure to check out the website if you need anything at all, healthmasters.com. The magnesium brain food on the winter sale right now on the website, 20% off. And you voted. It won the ultimate multiple without iron. Very popular product. One of our popular products, ultimate multiple capsules on sale right now at healthmasters.com. So be sure to check it out. Thank you for your support. Thank you for speaking the truth. Enjoy the Hagman Show tonight. Have a blessed, safe, awesome weekend with whatever you're involved in. Enjoy yourself. Have a good time. Have fun. Live life as we all should. Breathe fresh air. (laughs) And continue to stand your convictions that you truly believe in your heart. That is so important that everybody remember that. If it is what you believe, stand up on it and stand proudly on it. And don't waver for anybody, no matter how much they may try to manipulate or lie to you. Do your own research. You don't have to believe me or believe Ted or believe Doug. Do your own research. Thank you, my friends. Have a fantastic night. We'll talk to you again on this show Monday as always. Broadcasting to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.